Okay, here we go. The Panda Magazine. He's about to get crazy and wild. Stay for a while. Don't touch a radio dial. The Magazine. Kicking it back. Sports talk. Listen to that and stay tuned for some giggles and last go. <laughs> I live in Plymouth, Massachusetts, and I am the mother of five children. I know. You know, every morning it's like Groundhog Day. Every day is the same when you're the mother of small children and you're stuck at home like a prisoner. But every day is just a little, just a little crappier than the day before, right? You know, so you wake up every morning about seven o'clock. You stand at the top of your stairs. You look down. You think, oh, how much could it hurt? Because <laughs> you get downstairs and the morning ritual begins. There they are, five little beggars sitting around the kitchen table. No, hello, mummy. No, good morning, mummy. No, immediately. I want waffles. I don't want waffles. I want toast. I don't want toast. I want French toast. I don't want French toast. I want cereal. I don't want cereal. I want Pop-Tarts. I'm not eating those Pop-Tarts. Those are ghetto. That's my spoon. I wanted that bowl. She has the lucky sippy cup. That's my chair. I'm not wearing that shirt. Those pants are ugly. I can't see the TV. She looked at me. He touched me. And that was my husband. Welcome to the Planet Mikey Show. Uh, welcome to the uh, episode 39 of the Planet Mikey podcast. Uh, I am former Major League Baseball player Pussy Thibault, <laughs> the brother of George and Patsy Thibault. I, uh, I only had two games in the Major Leagues, and my career ended in 1895. But look at me. I'm still here, and I'm doing well. Uh, tonight's podcast, of course, brought to you by BetOnline.ag. My grandma's coffee cake, the greatest coffee cake ever on the planet, for Christ's sake. And uh, my, uh, go to mygrandma.com if you'd like to get a cake of your own. And Joe Fish in North Andover and in North Reading, Massachusetts. Uh, also, don't forget to visit Dos Lobos in North Reading where they have uh, Mexican cuisine and tequila. Christine is not only my wife's name, but it's also... The name of the person I consider to be the funniest woman on the face of the freaking earth, Christine Hurley from Plymouth, Massachusetts. Mikey, thank you so much, honey. How are you? What a love you are. Thank you for having me. Well, we've been looking forward to having. We've had only one woman on the on the uh, podcast before you, and it was uh, Mistress Carrie. I love Mistress Carrie. I do too, and love I her. did till the end when she stabbed me. Oh, no. well, that, <laughs> that was rough with her fingernails. Oh, I thought with her spurs, maybe. <laughs> she's a I tough love her. cookie. She's, yeah. she's a tough cookie. Love her. You are unbelievable. You, you let me let me just let everybody know that doesn't know, and uh, many folks, of course, are well aware of Christine Hurley, and uh, all the comedians love you. They think you're awesome, and you are. But a lot, some people, if they don't know. This woman was on, your career started when you went to a thing called, uh, in New York, the world's funniest mom? Yes, for Nick at Night, Nickelodeon. They were looking for the funniest mom in America. And you'd never done anything no, like that No, I had never, never done comedy in my life. I had been killing it for years at family parties and christenings and yeah. barbecues and stuff. And Jimmy Hurley, my long-suffering husband, had seen them advertising <laughs> this thing for um, the funniest mom in America. He's like, well, let's go to New York. Let's see what... Try this, right? We drove down. I had no idea what I was doing. It was in two 2006, I think. 2000. I don't know. I think yeah. 2006. So we drove down. I had no idea what I was doing. 
we got to the Laugh Factory in um, Times Square in Manhattan where they were doing the audition. And I said, well, you know, I'm here. What, you, they said, well, you didn't send a tape. I said, well, I don't do this. And this I don't have a tape. This so is not far. my thing. <laughs> so they, they let me do it. They let me audition. And the, the lights went on and the, my, they called my name. It was heaven. So I just did like four minutes of just stuff that has happened at, the, at my house. And, yeah. It just, was great. Was it that was, an allocated time, four minutes, or did you just go It was go like for four, four minutes. Yeah, yep. they, they that's, gave that's you all a you had. They gave you the light, the yeah. four minutes. And, you know, I got off. It went it went swimmingly. It went unbelievable. It was the best feeling of my life. It was like this, just this warmth came over me. As soon Making as the, people laugh. Yeah, oh, there's nothing better. There's nothing better. I know. That's so, why I take off my clothes all the time what, at the bus station. Honey, <laughs> sometimes you got to do what you got to do. you got to do what you got to do. So when did you, okay, so that was your first ever attempt at it. Right. So when did you decide that you're going to do it? Like, and did you go open mics first, or what did you do? I was very lucky. I I did that in New York, and I ended up coming in first runner up out of 1,200 across the country, wow. and it was a nationally televised show. Yeah. Um, on Mother's Day of 2007, I think. So, I came home, and Boston was a buzz. You know, a lot of people stepped in and helped me, and I never had to do an open mic. I immediately started to get booked and and paid. And paid, yeah, I was Which paid Which is so awesome. Yeah, yeah. What, it, it was what a difference awesome. it makes when you actually get paid for. Oh, something. it's like these poor kids. I see these kids that do the open mics, and you know they get their first twenty five dollar check, and you think they, you know, discovered gold. The poor kids. Right, right. Yeah, you no, know, I was, I was just very lucky. I was, I'm, I have a horseshoe up my ass. I'm always at the right place at the right time. I, I'm just very lucky. Very now, lucky. Now the horseshoe that's up your ass. Is yes. It, is it a leaner or a ringer? It is a ringer. It's a ringer. <laughs> It's that's, a ringer. That's a, I've never heard anyone yeah. just admit that. It's a ringer. Yeah. It's I've an heard O-ring. It, people, other people accuse other people of having a horseshoe up there, but exactly. never did anyone say, I have yeah. one. Oh, yeah. Oh, I do have one. Believe me, I am a lucky, lucky girl. That's great. Mm-hmm. Now, Jimmy Hurley, your husband, who who's also your bodyguard and your, yes. your business manager and your chauffeur and mm-hmm. your friend and your firefighter. Mm-hmm. He's right. a firefighter. Right. Right. Randolph? Town of Randolph. <laughs> yeah, town of Randolph. God bless him. Is he a big shot firefighter? He's like a he's, chief? He is. He's a deputy chief. Whoa. Yeah, he's a deputy chief. Yeah, who knew? So he, so he can beat you up a ladder? He, no. <laughs> would no. he be the guy that would run into a burning building on the second floor? If you had chicken. <laughs> <laughs> don't don't yeah, burn d- the chicken. Yeah, don't, yeah, he, no, he's not, he's a big boy. He's not going anywhere without food. Yeah, well, I, you yeah. know, I met you in New Hampshire at a thing we did at a, at a theater, and I you remember. were so great. I said, this woman is funny as hell, and there was a whole bunch of other people there, too, but you were the star of the show. Oh, honey, thank you very much. And it was in New Hampshire where I spent 15 whole months working at a radio station. I think it was a radio station. Was it, was it 15 months? <laughs> it might have been. Oh, God. Was it, I don't remember. I don't remember you were working for a station. Well, you know, you, you wouldn't be alone in that oh, category. Oh, no, I mean, I don't remember that. That's why. I didn't know that's why you. It was you, Frank FM. Yes, I do remember that. 93.7 or 97.3. I or, said, what's this Frank stuff? Is this a hot I know, what dog? Is what, Frank? what are we, all wieners yeah, here? Yeah, You know, I was trying to make both ends meet. Yeah. <laughs> But Frank, who names the radio station Frank? I know that's so weird. So, so douchey. Guy, were there other Franks, or that was that the only? Yeah, Frank? there was a bunch of them. Yeah, yeah. and it's you know whatever. I, look, I, you're above that, sweet. I, I'm all done with that. Yeah, now. you're above that. Now, next time I'm going to work at yep. Joe FM. Yeah, there you go. <laughs> That'll be the next thing. We'll be the Hardy Brothers. <laughs> there you go. There you go. Um, so this is now. So I, I, I was trying to think of the guys that you might know that adore you that I've already heard talk about you, uh, Lenny, Tony. Yep. Tony V, Jimmy Dunn, Dave Russo. They're, they are. They have been so good to me, Mike. You can't. Everybody loves you. They. I. I'm a. I. They. They're so good to me. <laughs> no. They. I don't get it. I don't know. I. You know. I think if you if you're a nice person, you know, yeah. and, and you don't step on toes and. 
you know, they I, say such nice things about you. Is it? Do you think it, it relieves some pressure on them when there's actually f- a, a funny woman who steps in yeah. and can do these, you know, these jokes from a woman's perspective? I do. I do. I think they, they, you know, where it could have been when I started my career, it could have been detrimental to me to be a woman. It's been just the opposite. Yeah. I've never had like the women comic doldrums. Like I've never had the the bad. I've never had the bad. And honest to God, maybe the, once or twice a couple of bad things have happened because I'm a woman. But yeah, no. have you gotten any blowback from the uh, the crazy crowd, the crazy women crowd? Do that. Yeah. The women. How do the women worst. react to you? Yeah. The women are the worst. The women are the worst to each other. It's it's that's that's who I could. That's who I. Ugh. <laughs> They're like the women at the bus stop. Now, can I, I ask you exactly, this? Yeah, I exactly, ask you, honey. Without being without being you know a sexist about this, uh, are the women the worst all the time, or is it every like twenty eight days? <laughs> <laughs> no, it's all the time. Yeah, it is. Someone's yeah, someone's got the curse. All they they. <laughs> oh, there's always something in the room. Was, of course, exactly, exactly, <laughs> of course. Or we all have it at the same time. So you would be against like you know j- jokes or as a person would you be against menstrual jokes no. or you don't care no. All right, can I try a couple out of you? Yes. Oh. Yes, let's Here's do it. You, Shark things, week. I just happen to have a couple of them. Things you don't say to mm-hmm. women and tell me if these are a- a- apropos. Mm-hmm. What you don't say to a woman during her her period. Mm-hmm. Um well, this explains the last the past few days. <laughs> <laughs> no. <laughs> Yeah, because Tuesday she called me a prickhead. I don't even know what that is. Um, how about uh, you have a period and a guy says to you, "Weren't you just on it?" Mm-hmm. <laughs> That's a bad yep. thing. It, it can. I it never bothered me. I didn't. No. I used it as an excuse to be. You know, Funny. Just a douche. Right. <laughs> yeah. And now I had a hysterectomy eleven years ago. I tell Jimmy I still have my period. Yeah, really? Yeah, it's like, not today. Because you're going to use it. Yeah, not today, honey. Um, how about this one? Uh, well, honey, look on the bright side. At least you're not pregnant. Yeah, that's that, huge. See, that kind of works into it. That, that does make you feel better. And is this me. the worst? You know, you're having a little tete-a-tete with the, and, and the guy says, I- I'm going to cut you some slack because you're mes- menstruating. <laughs> oh. <laughs> you know what, though? i got to tell you, the guys are right. They are? Yes. Yes, it's terrible. I have three daughters. It's a nightmare in that house. It, oh, you have nightmare. three daughters. Oh, no, so two sons and three daughters. Yep, daughter, 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 son, son. Girl, 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 boy, boy. Wow. Yeah. So you got yeah. the hardest part done early then. Yes, yes. <laughs> Amen. Exactly. Believe yeah. me. Poor Jimmy. I know. We, we 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 tried hard for that boy, and we finally got him. Thank God. You did. Uh, now, I'm going to throw out a couple names of some comics. Just tell me, just give me, you know, Christine Hurley's take in a, in a phrase or two of each of these people. Absolutely. Uh, Tony V. Tony V is, when I started to do comedy, I mean, we used to go see Tony when it, back in the 80s. When I was in high school, we, Jimmy Hurley and I would sneak into clubs, and we were always comedy buffs, you know? Yeah. And Tony V just, I always thought he was the most intelligent, well-written, clever, and just a lovely, lovely guy. Just a lovely guy. He's a family man. He's married. He's got the two kids. He just, yeah. I just, and when I started doing comedy, and when things started to kick off and things started to go well, I said to Jimmy, I, I hope. Someday, I remember I was in the car one weekend with Kelly McFarlane, my good friend Kelly McFarlane. Yeah. We were going to do a gig, and Tony V called her while we were in the car, and I had only been doing it maybe a year or two. And I remember thinking, oh, God, I hope someday I'm, I'm friends with Tony V. You know, and now, I mean, you it's are. just, yeah, 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 he's so good to he's me. He's so quick, too. Oh, he's, he's God, a, he's, he's brilliant. When he used Brilliant. to host the Whiny Awards at WEI, you, you, you did some Whiny Awards, didn't you, Ben? Didn't you? No, I came much Did later. you go to any of them? <clears throat> no. 
What, what, what are you, 18 years old now? <laughs> when you were doing them, I was in high school. Oh, for Christ's sake, Ben. <laughs> Dick. Go fuck yourself. <laughs> All right, fine. Oh, that is too God. Oh, he's, a, God. he's a youngie. Oh, he's a baby. <laughs> uh, how about your mentor, Johnny, the Italian guy? Johnny Peasy. God bless him. Johnny Peasy. <laughs> Johnny Peasy. Let me tell you about Johnny Peasy. Now, that's interesting because Johnny Peasy really did get me everything that I have today. He, he did. really did. He he saw me he's at a, a club. He's a great guy. He's He saw me at a club. Um, in this on the South Shore years ago, and there was, there was some buzz, so he came down to see me and try to get me into giggles. And I was so dirty, he was horrified. He was like, "No, you can't say this. You can't say that." So I listened to him, and I, you know, toned things down for a little while. And he literally fought. He fought probably for three or four years to get me into giggles, and he did it. Yeah, he G- did G- it. Giggles, of course, Lenny's uh, brother, Mike. Right. Right. And it's uh, what's the pizza place? P- uh, Prince. Prince. <laughs> yeah, it's the Leaning Tower. Remember that commercial. Wednesday is Prince Spaghetti, Spaghetti Day. Day. Yeah. Anthony! Yep. The kids running home through the North End. Remember yep. that, that? I do remember that. I don't think they're related, though. No, no, no. There, there yeah. were more. There's more than one. Yeah, uh, yep. of those guys. Uh, I have a. All right, tell, if I'm, I'm going to try out a little little thing for you, you tell me if this is funny. This uh, this uh, kind of has a, the. Um, this is the only reason he wife. brings comments. <laughs> no, no, no. He, I, he just wants to try out material he's for his, lift his bits. I just, yeah. thought, I just thought of this. See, I tell old school jokes where they're out of a book. That's so, good. Here we go. So this this uh, guy's going off to pay, play golf in the morning, and his wife says, "Honey, before you go play golf, could you fix the light bulb in the hallway and the ceiling? Because it's I'm afraid someone's going to trip." He goes, "What do I look like, fucking uh, Thomas Edison? You know, I'm going golfing." He takes off. Oh, next day, she, he wakes up and he says, uh, "I'm going golfing." She says, "Could you do me a favor? The ceiling paint is cracking in the." In the dining room, could you just paint the ceiling before you go? He said, what do I look like, fucking Leonardo da Vinci to you? <laughs> Jesus, I'm going golfing. <laughs> so next morning, he gets, she goes, honey, my car's not running right. He goes, what do I look like, fucking Henry fucking Ford to you? I'm going golfing. He gets home from golf, and his wife says, I hired a handyman today, and he fixed the bulb, and he fixed the ceiling, painted the ceiling, and he fixed my car, and he said, I could, as payment, I could either have sex with him or bake him a cake. The husband says, so what kind of cake you make him? She goes, what do I look like, Betty fucking Crocker to you? <laughs> <laughs> See? Oh, hold on. Well done. Well done. I try to work the the (laughs) male-female dynamic into every conversation. I love it. That was great, Mikey. Nice job. Very good. Well done. I didn't write that. Well done, honey. I didn't write that. Well done. Now, you go out on it with a thing. You've probably got you know things in in your mind in a row and one segues right. into the other right you know one topic can segue into another right did you ever get out there and forget yes what the hell was supposed to be next or did i already say that or yeah, any it, of that it stuff just happened to me recently you know you get sometimes you get i get too cocky and think oh look a piece of cake and i did the um where the heck was I? It was oh, I did the South Shore Music Circus in Cohasset about three weeks ago, I think. And it was the Boston Comedy Blowout. So it's like me, Sweeney, um, Tony V, um, uh, Jesus, every uh, the big, you know, Jesus. big Jesus. Jesus was there. there. Jesus was there. Wow. Yep, Jesus he, was there. He has a yep. killer set. He, he, yeah. yeah, he's awesome. It's like, uh, someone needs the wood. Get off the cross, you pussy. <laughs> um, so it was, um, oh, and, and Corey Rodriguez, Will Noonan. I mean, it was a palooza. <laughs> Now, I was scheduled to go on second to last. I was going to go on before Gavin closed. Don Gavin was closing. So mm-hmm. I was going on second to last. So they said, you have 20 minutes. So I said, okay, great. Well, before me, Steve Sweeney goes on before me. And like when Jane Goodall spots a rare white spotted owl, it doesn't happen much, but it does happen. Steve Sweeney ended up killing. Really? <laughs> Never happens. 
he killed Jane Goodall? No, he oh. did not kill Jane. Or the owl. He just, he just, he just, it was a rarity. Like, it was just, like, he crushed. He did it. He did it right. Oh, so I'm, so, so I'm in the back going, oh, no. Oh, God, no. He's so killing it. it. It was just, um, and then. The, the booker, John Tobin, who I love and adore, came out and said, can we cut you down? Can you do like 15? Can you? So I'm in my head, and I got in my head. And it Trimming was just, stuff. It was, yeah, it was just terrible. So I get out there, and I just I blanked. I mean, I, I think I overcame it a little bit, but it wasn't good. Yeah. And, of course, all my husband's douchebag sisters were there, so it was just <laughs> a nightmare. Hey, let's ask Christine. Have you seen The Marvelous Mrs. Maisel? I have. And what did I you have. think of that show? I think it's delightful. I think it's delightful. I, the, the agent drives me crazy. Like I can't, I can't get, I can't get invested in that that little <laughs> short agent lady there. I, I mean, I think it's, and I think it's definitely, it's kind of what we all go through now. I mean, I've, I've been luckier, like I said, than a lot of the women, and I think a lot of the reason I'm lucky is because I have Jimmy. Yeah. Who does all the dirty work. Jimmy does all the bookings, the money, the... He's a huge support system, too, huge, on every level. Huge. Absolutely. He, yeah. you know, Plus, if is, there was ever a fire. Exactly. My God. <laughs> how, how could you go wrong bringing him? Yeah. yeah, yeah With the absolutely. hose, he's got the absolutely. hose. Absolutely. He's got everything. He's got everything, Mikey. He's got everything. Uh, you know, this podcast has everything, except we need more sponsors. We need, like, in fact, what we need is, I think Ben, I was talking to Ben Kitchen about this before the podcast. Ben says we need three sponsors that pay $15,000 an episode. And how many do we have so far? Well, we don't have any. Oh, yeah. We have some, but they're, but they're giving us, it's tr- the money is trickling into the podcast. But you know what? It's a labor of love. It absolutely We is. enjoy this. The, yes, you do. And you're it, it, good at it. We're, we're having more fun than should be legal, everybody. <laughs> it's almost like radio, except you can fuck. And swear and shit. <laughs> Too bad we didn't get Jeff Epstein's to sponsor before he. Oh, there you go. Well, yeah, we'll get anybody. I think you're in the will. He's like, well, I hope so. Five hundred forty-seven million. Just see that? Yeah. Yes. Believe yeah. me, I'd take a little diddling from him for five forty-seven. Yeah. <laughs> I, I must have rubbed him the wrong way. Yeah, yeah. You must. You must have. For sure, you did. <laughs> anyway, we do have it. Seriously, though, we do have sponsors, and they're wonderful people. All of them, every single one of them. Now, we we talked about how last week I was in the uh, mode of betting. Yes. I had a bad week driving a lift vehicle, didn't make enough money, so I st- laid down some bets, won some huge money on some baseball bets. And you know how I did it? I did it on betonline.ag which phonetically is betonline.ag but they over there they just call it AG. So you go online, you put in 50 there's a a huge bonus system that's available pretty much only to the Planet Mikey podcast listeners. I'll tell you about that. Um, And by the way Hello, football season is two weeks away. That's when I really start buying new clothes. (laughs) (laughs) So here's what you want to do. Go to, for the very best odds and the most up-to-date odds, go to betonline.ag. And uh, here's what you do. A minimum deposit of $55 gets you a 50% bonus. Hey, now. That's right. And what what is the keywords we got to put in there to get that bonus? Ben, I didn't bring my, my glasses. Can you read that for me? There's a special key phrase. CLNS50. Promo code CLNS50. Can you spell that? 50. C-L-N-S-5-0. And that gets you a 50% a fifty bonus for whatever whatever amount you put That's in That's fantastic. There. Yeah. And you put that down there, and you do parlays, and you do, you know, you bet the money line. I'm telling you what, I'm... I don't want to give away any of my secrets or any of my picks for this week because oh, on, they're so one. awesome. Just one. I don't really want to share them. <laughs> I don't blame you. But go to betonline.ag and find out for yourself and uh, see the uh, betonline.ag's general rules for additional terms and conditions regarding bonuses. And what's the disclaimer, Ben? 
Void where prohibited. <laughs> Member FDIC. Not available in stores. Please don't try this at home. And please don't try this at home. FM. <laughs> so, anyway, we're talking to the amazing Christine oh, Hurley. Honey. Now, Thank my you. wife is Christine. She's awesome, too. Um, it's in the name. She's really, really great uh, human being. And if she's listening right now, hi, honey. <laughs> hi, honey. <laughs> Hello, sweetie. <laughs> she's going to say, what, I look like Betty fucking Crocker yeah. you? <laughs> <laughs> you better hope not. Um, so I ha- we do this little segment called Palindrome of the Week. And Ben plays along as though he knows a palindrome, but he doesn't have one today. No. I do. Do you know what a palindrome is? I have zero idea. I have, an, I have a 12th grade education, honey, and that's where it stops. Me too. Yep, yep. Me too. I have I zero. S- I did skip that year. Yeah. Uh, the palindrome, a palindrome is a word that's spelled backwards and forwards the same. Or, oh, sure. Or, or a Race sentence. Car. Okay. Race yeah. car. Taco cat. Poop. <laughs> Taco cat. She had one and you didn't, yep. and she didn't even know this was Taco coming cat. up. Yep. Yep, my daughter has a T-shirt that says Taco Cat, and I just taco just the other day. And when her she stands says, in the mirror, yeah, that says Taco Cat both ways. I said hello. That's a that's a tremendous mm-hmm. and, and a short but tremendous palindrome. Mm-hmm. Well, here's my palindrome of the week. By the way, can you throw me those paper towels? By the way, did you make just this w- palindrome? Sweat my pants. Oh, ew. no! <laughs> Thank you very much. I have a palindrome that goes like this. Now, this sentence is the same backwards and forwards. Ready? Norma. Is as selfless as I am, Ron. <laughs> <laughs> That's pretty good. And now Mikey will blow his nose. That's hard to do. And I don't That's, even do cocaine. That's pretty it? good anymore. Yeah, Norma is as selfless as I am, Ron. And that's our palindrome of the week. And that's what that's we need a, a sponsor one. for. For the palindrome of the week? We need a sponsor for that? How, Brought to you ma- by. Do you make those up yourself? No. No, I find them. I, uh, I'm, I'm like an archaeologist. I was going to say, yeah. You couldn't, can Google. you Google them? I'm a Google archaeologist. I find that very interesting, a palindrome. I never knew that's yeah. what they were called. Well, see, in past weeks, you've missed some, like, what was the one? Go hang a salami, I'm a lasagna hog. Oh. That's a palindrome. Mm-hmm. Uh, a I, man, that's a awesome. plan. A man, a plan, a canal, Panama. Yep. <laughs> Good one. Uh, Lisa Bonet ate no basil. Uh, oh my God! Sa- these are great. This one scares me. Go ahead. Satan, oscillate my metallic sonatas. Oh, that one bothers me. Who yeah. dreamed that one up? I don't know. Some oh. sick. Bastard. Oh my God! Those are great. Well, you, so now you're going to start collecting yeah, palindromes. Yeah, I am. Oh, I'm, my head's tick 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 tick. I hope you have a good time with that. Yes, I will. So you are playing a, a gig. I'm going to hold on. Let me get this straight because I know all about. I know what Christine Hurley does almost as well as Jimmy Hurley knows. Wow. <laughs> oh, can I just mention Dan Hurley? You don't know him. No. no, no relation. Is he the state trooper, the singing state trooper? No. no. Who's Dan Hurley? He was my former roommate. Oh my god! In the seventies, oh, Dan. Yeah. <laughs> and I'm glad there's no relation because I got to tell you, this is this is an unbelievable, really weird story. So he was a roommate. I was in the retail business then. I wasn't married even the first time yet. And <clears throat> he was my roommate, and he had, he had this little Lassa Opso named Ooh. Dusty. Oh. I hated that dog. I gotta tell you something. <laughs> so every morning I'd wake up, and there'd be shit on my floor, on my rug. But it, you know, it wasn't the dog; it was Dan Hurley. <laughs> he, he would come in and shit in my room. No, but he had this little Lassa Opso who I hated, who seriously did leave turds everywhere. Ugh. You know, you'd be having a 1970s party, and everybody's listening to, you know, Marvin Gaye and yeah. Van Morrison, and everybody's grooving. All of a sudden, you hear somebody go, oh, fuck, man, yeah. I just stepped in <laughs> oh, dog shit. Get, hand me a paper yeah, towel. In, in the house. Yeah, in the yeah. house. Oh, God. So Dan Hurley had this dog. I don't know what happened to Dan, but Dan was one of these people who, have you ever known anybody who's like a chronic 
bullshitter. Uh, yes. Of course. Like, it doesn't matter. Whatever you, if you had an operation, you know, your appendix out, he mm-hmm. had the same operation, but he actually died on the table yeah. and came back. He's a topper. Is we it, call them a topper. Yes. A Mr. Me Too. Yes, a Mr. Me Too. He's well, a topper. He, I'm having a catch with him one day outside, and I go, geez, you throw pretty good. He goes, well, I used to be on a, you know, I used to play semi-pro ball. Yeah. And right. so I go, oh, who'd you play for? He says, the Bristol Red Sox. Well, dude, they're pro. <laughs> yeah. And if you get a check, you're going to know. It's not semi-pro. It's pro. So I knew he was bullshitting. So one day we're sitting around, and everybody's like stoned. And, and someone said, what happened to the crystal on your watch, Dan? Dan Hurley. It cracked. He goes, this watch saved my life. Oh. I said, what happened? He says, I was in Vietnam. Oh, for right. A bullet came, God. glanced right off the watch, and it would have gone right through my chest and through my heart if it didn't hit didn't hit my watch. Okay, you know. Dan. And so I wear it to remind I, me. Uh, yeah, right. <laughs> right. That's Dan Hurley. Oh, I hope he God. doesn't. If he listens to this podcast, he's going to be. Where he he might up, be listening. Do you know where he grew up? Connecticut. Hmm. Yeah. Did, nope. So no relation. No relation. What about nope. Bobby Hurley? Bobby Hurley, the basketball player. No yeah. relation. I wish. None. <laughs> nope. No relation. <clears throat> um. So you're. Oh yeah. I was going to tell you about your gigs. Friday. This Friday night. Now this podcast drops Thursday. Yay. So, so we are promoting your to, your tomorrow night, effectively Friday the the twenty uh, third of August mm-hmm. gig at Norwood Theater. Yes, Norwood Theater. Seven thirty. Seven thirty show Norwood Theater. It's a beautiful theater. It is. Huh? Oh my God! It's and the beautiful. acoustics are heaven. It's wonderful, beautiful, <laughs> beautiful. And then after that, you jump in the, into Jimmy Hurley's limousine. Yes. And he takes you to... Tewksbury. For the Wamas- Wamasit, Wamasit, Wamasit Lane. The Dave Russo gig. The Dave Russo you gig. You and Dave. Yeah, me and Dave. We are a party on four feet, me and Dave. Let me tell you something. <laughs> and yep, he's only so four feet tall. He is, absolutely. I like because I can put my champagne on his head. I hear when he walks into a bar, he kisses everyone in the joint. <laughs> is that true? You're right. Oh, yes, he does. He I'm does. Sorry. He, he does. Absolutely. I also have a little thing that I would like. I hope this doesn't distress anybody, but I'm a Lyft driver and I pick up a lot of freaks. And my Lyft. Oh, you got some. You got some Willie Nelson music. On the road, road again. <laughs> I can't wait to get on the road again. Take it away, Mikey. On the road again. Hey, how about the one? What's that other song? He sings. Uh, Oh, yeah. Of all the girls I've loved before, five are dead and one's a whore. <laughs> oh, man. He's a classic, isn't he? So, so I pick up this girl, and this was a nightmare, because when, when you're a Lyft driver, proper etiquette says that you wait for five minutes. In fact, it says it right on your app. You mm-hmm. pull up to the address, and it says, okay, wait five minutes, and then, you know, call them if, you, if they're not there, and then leave. Right. Yeah. So I wait five minutes, and then I call, and she answers the phone. She goes, oh, yeah. She goes, oh, you're here already? Okay, so I'll be out in a few minutes. Okay, okay, okay. <laughs> so I said, okay, so I'm going to have to wait longer than the limit. I'm sitting out there. It's nice. It's a hot fucking day. and But you're a nice guy. I am, because I, yep. I want to get people where they're going, because I'm a Lyft driver. Mm-hmm. I don't care. If, yeah. So... She, she comes running out, and she's got garbage. She runs over to the dumpster. She goes, I just had to throw this away. Okay. And she runs to the dumpster and throws away a whole bunch of shit. And then she goes back in, and she comes back out. She goes, oh, I, I got I, I to gotta lock my door. She goes running back. So now it's 10 minutes I've been waiting. Ugh. Okay. She comes out with a skateboard and a laundry basket full of shit and puts it in my trunk. And I'm, now I'm 10 minutes sitting there. You know, I'm going, oh, God, this is not how it's supposed Mm-mm. to work. Mm-mm. She's going eight tenths of a mile. <laughs> three dollar, three dollar lift fare to take her to the methadone clinic. Uh, uh, I'm like, oh jeez, God bless sc- America. Th- th- three bucks. Uh, Couldn't walk. And if you, if you, that that P.S. we paid for. 
Exactly. Bingo. And if you had, if I had said mm-hmm. press the button, she's a no show. They give you five bucks. Oh, <laughs> so if damn I had it. just pressed that and driven away, oh, I wouldn't have had to deal with now her you shit. Know. Now you know. Oh, I'm not, and it, so when you rate them, you rate the passengers. You can rate them if you rate them below a three, yeah. then you never have to pick them up again. Oh, oh. good. Well, so, I hope oh. you rated her a negative yeah. three. Crystal was her name. Crystal. Crystal of meth. course it was. <laughs> yeah. Of course it I was. I gave her a one. Oh, Fair it's the lowest God. number you can give them. Yeah, yeah. That's what. Well, Crystal deserves it. <laughs> she was. Awful. Oh, that's a nightmare. So, I don't, oh, so don't ever God. do lift driving. You know, you'll never have to. You know. So you were. You go out every Thursday, Friday, Saturday. Is it almost every weekend? Right. Yep. Thursday, your Friday, schedule Saturday. Is every busy. weekend. Yep. Every weekend, Thursday, Friday, Saturday. Sometimes Wednesdays. Sometimes Sundays. Sometimes you know every. Yeah, but it's um. Yeah, I'm very lucky. Very yeah. lucky. Yeah. I, the phone rings every day. We get a booking all the time. It's awesome. Now, what is the? I'm going to ask you a two part question. Mm-hmm. What is the biggest house you've ever played in front of, and for whatever reason, the smallest house you've ever played in front of? Biggest, uh, of course, Boston Garden. That's pretty I did, big. I did Cam Neely's <laughs> Comics Come Home for uh, Dennis Leary. I did it in November 2015, and I just did it in November 2018. Yep. That's the biggest, um, and I did it with like J- Jimmy Fallon, Ray Romano. Um, it must have been great. Jimmy Fallon, Ray Romano, Louis um, C.K. Yep, Louis C.K. No, yep. Louis Tian. Yeah, oh, yeah, Louis C.K. <laughs> Louis C.K. Who was who never touched me. Um, he didn't. No, but he, and but he showed I'm, it I'm to a little, you, right? But a, yeah, but I'm. Was a there a upset. potted plant near yeah, you? Yeah, yeah, no. That maybe that's what it was. Maybe that's what it was. That's probably. And Stephen Wright, I got to work with Stephen Wright. I, I, I love Stephen Wright. Oh my God, he's a, he is the nicest t- human being. On is the he from Burlington, Mass? Yes, he is. Is he the weirdest person on the planet too? He's he's. Got some quirks, but he's truly lovely. Like, you can't touch him. He's a germaphobe. Yeah. So if you work with him, you get a rider that says, you know, you can't touch him. You have to say, you have to bump his elbow with your elbow to say hello. Oh, that's how, that's how he yeah. says it. I'm going to remember that. Yeah. Then he'll like me yep, when say, I meet him. Yeah, he will. He'll, he'll, he likes when you know that. Now, yeah, is he, there anybody out there as a comedian that, that you think resents the fact that you're a woman and doing this funny shit? Other women. Oh, just the women. So the guys are perfectly okay. I have, I have, I'm going to tell you, I don't think, I, I can't even tell you one guy that I've had trouble with. One, I can't. Tell us which women you've had trouble with. Oh, well, the New York women, they're lovely. Oh. Um, <laughs> they yeah. just, they just, they're, uh, it was funny, like a couple years ago, uh, my daughter goes to school in New York. One of my daughters goes to school in Manhattan. So Jimmy and I went to see her one, uh, two years ago, I think it was. And we stopped at the cellar because we have a good friend, Lenny Marcus, who's like the head honcho over there at the cellar. Mm-hmm. And he um, said, come on up. So we went upstairs to like the Olive Tree Cafe. That's where all the, the comedians hang out. It's like Candyland if you're a comic. You know, it's so fun. Yeah. So I saw uh, Jessica. No, that wasn't the Jessica Kearson one. I saw Michelle Wolf sitting with Nikki Glaser. And I went right over to them. And I was so thrilled at, you know, how. And actually, they were sitting with Joe List. Joe List is, is a Boston comic that's in New York now, made it very big. Mm-hmm. He does a lot of the, the roast battles on he Comedy does. Central. G- he does. Joe List. He's from Whitman, Mass. Mm-hmm. I mean, he's, he's killer. He's absolutely hilarious. So I went over and I said, Joe, how are you? And good, Christine, how are you? And the two women were, you know, it looked like I just put like a buzzsaw right down. But they just oh, were just like. Really? They just looked at me like, and, and you, you would be. So it was Catty awkward. bitches, eh? Yes, yeah, Michelle was, Wolf is a piece of work. It was awkward. Yeah. Oh, she's a. Brutal. Yeah. Brutal. Oh. So, and I used to love them. I adored her and Nikki Glazer. Nikki Glazer is the biggest bitch on two feet. <laughs> so I literally was like, so it was so awkward. And I'm standing there and Joe didn't know what to do. He's kind of socially awkward himself. So he's like, oh, uh, Christine's a Boston comic. They're like, hmm. Oh, yeah. Boston, yeah. So right. I was like, I said, I'm sorry. I interrupted you too. 
Yeah, I hope you sit on a dirty toilet seat. <laughs> so that was terrible. And then um, Jessica Kearson was another one that was not nice to me. She was nice to me initially, and then yeah. I went to see her at, at, at a club in Boston, and she was just aggravated. And sure. if you want a picture, hurry up. I want to go out and have a cigarette. And yeah. then lo and behold, I have to share a dressing room with her at Comics Come Home this past November. I'm oh, like, you oh, did? no. Yeah, yeah. So there's no strong gender support from the other women. They're actually catty and jealous. They, they are. Yeah, they Most, feel threatened by I'm going to say 90% are. Yeah. yeah. I don't yeah. even know so if it's, they feel threatened by me. It's women just that, comics are just like normal women. Yes, they're <laughs> oh, exactly. oh, right. See, I love women. Ben, you are 100% right. Believe I think, me. I think God is a woman. You know, they don't say Father Earth. They say Mother Earth. Yeah. You know, but I have, for the first time, I have a woman who's at my doctor. It was very strange. In fact, after my, my during my first appointment, she uh, actually suggested that I, you know, stop masturbating. I said, why? You know, she said, I'm trying to examine you. <laughs> so, I'm sorry. No, but I, I, I there's, you know, if God was a woman, I got a, a little, a little scenario here. Okay. Oh, yeah. God's a, God's a woman yeah. and she creates heaven and earth. And on the eighth day she rests. Yeah. I was going to. And one of the angels said to her, whoa, 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 you're not done yet. God, goddess, you got, you gave Adam and Eve, look down there. You gave them both the same genitals. Oh. And she said, oh, you're right. Give the ugly, stupid one a penis. <laughs> <laughs> See, I'm giving that to you because I would tell it the other way, obviously, if it was a room full of men. You know oh, what I I mean? Honey, I don't mind. Believe me. I, I know. You know what? I don't. And and as as hot it is as hot as it is, you know, like I was devastated when I came home from New York. I thought, wow, these two of my heroes. And then, you know, two weeks later was the Jesse Kirsten thing. I'm like, this is just that's mean. It is, and and there's no need for it. The too. Boston girls, like one of my honest to god best friends in comedy, is Kelly McFarland, who is phenomenally funny, clever, brilliant. She is. Sweet. I've heard that she does radio, some radio stuff on his own. She does. Yeah, she does. Yep, she's very clever. Oh my god, she. I would. Kill to be half as funny as her, and I just love her. I just love that little. Muffin. And she does it in an understated way. Yeah, she's too. very quiet. She's yeah. very low key. She yep. comes in off the radar, and boom. And her brother's funny. Who's her brother? Seth. No, you silly pickle. <laughs> <laughs> no, not even. Mike McFarland, former Red Sox catcher. <laughs> no. No. Um, well, we have. I, I, you know, I, I, God, I don't even want this time, this one to end. Can you come back someday too? I would love to. Are you kidding me? I, I, I have a question to. though. Yeah. What, what is the most um, not embarrassing, but what would be the most unusual situation you ever found yourself in when you were on stage? Um, at a church. <laughs> at a church. Actually, it was from my high school, my alma mater, Cardinal Spelman High School in Brockton. And I was bamboozled into doing this comic fundraiser for to raise money for their athletics program or something. Collection and, basket. Exactly. And, and I was... I. The person that reached out was a was a uh, you know just a regular person that worked in the alumni office, and they reached out, and I said, well, you know, they reached out to Jimmy. He said, well, you know what she does. I mean, this is what she does. And oh no, we want her. We want hundred percent her, and we want her. And was this in the church? And, it was in the basement of the okay. church. Yeah, <laughs> and it was not. And the woman I was the doing it with. That's, oh yeah, it was the woman I was doing with. With is this lovely woman Jane Cond, and she's a, she's an older comedian, um, and she also went to Connell Spellman. Lives in Connecticut now. And she actually kind of really set the whole thing up. So poor Jane. We get there, and I'm looking around at all the people, and she says, Christine, I'm so nervous. She said, I know they said we could do anything. She said, do you think I can say dick? And I said, I think you can say dick, Jane. So then dick she comes Jane. back again. Yeah, can I say dick, Christine? you think I can say dick? I said, Jane, I don't care if you whip your dick out. I said, I'm saying what I say. And this, they told us it was fine. It was so bad. The president of the school came to to take the microphone after me. You know, yeah. I'm like, oh, thank you, everybody. Good night. And uh, 
after I just done an anal bit. And um, the guy comes up. His name is Mr. Peebles, and he just takes the mic from me, and he's pasty wet. I said, Peebles, you are so fucking fired. <laughs> yeah, that was it was the worst. I, I, I had now, You said sweat. Cardinal Spellman? Yes, Cardinal Spellman yeah. High School in Brockton. Did you know any of the Driscolls? Yes. Oh, uh, Johnny, Jimmy, Joe, uh, Johnny, Joe, Jude, uh, Kevin Driscoll? Yes. Uh yeah, Which I went to prep school. I got kicked out of prep school for the, the prep school that they uh, that they didn't oh get. Why God. did you get kicked out of prep school? Mikey? I can't talk about <laughs> it right now. <laughs> Marijuana. Yeah, that's okay. Well, that that's crazy. Now, see, now they'd be inviting you back. Uh, yeah, that's right. Yeah. Well, they actually yeah. weirdly they did invite me back. I was on TV in Hartford at Channel Three, and I'd gotten kicked out in 1970, early 70s for 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 weed. Yeah. And the headmaster George Troutman called me up, and he said. Mike, great to see that you're on ESPN. And I was never on ESPN. So I'm an idiot. And he says, maybe you come back and talk to us for our career day here at Avon Old Farm. I said, are you shitting me? Yeah. You kicked me out, yeah. you son of That's, a bitch. Did that, you go how back? How quickly no. did I forget? No, yeah, mine was poor Sister Thomasine. She'll never be the same. Yeah. She just was like, what? It, yeah, Cardinal Spellman. And they went there before they went to prep school. Yes. Uh, uh, which is a great football mm-hmm. school. Yes, Cardinal it is. Spelman. Yeah, it is. Yeah. And that's how I met Jimmy Hurley. And everybody's Catholic there, so yes. you don't have to worry about that stuff. No, nope, no. nope. Jimmy Hurley was a... a uh, football player at Archbishop Williams, which was our rival school on Thanksgiving Day. And the night before the game, when I was a junior, he was a senior. We had to, the cheerleaders had to go to the other team's house, Archbishop Williams team, toilet paper the trees, you know, you know, kind of haze right. a little bit. And Jimmy Hurley came out in the front porch. I said to my girlfriend, "Stick a fork in me. I am, I am going to fake a pregnancy till I nail this." <laughs> was it love at first sight? Yes, it was for, for Jimmy. Me. Not for him so much. I, I got it. I got Why do you always refer to him by his full name? Yeah, that's, that's f- funny. Jimmy that's Hurley. been like that since I was 16. Yeah. Really? Yep. Since hmm. I was 16. That's Jim- so funny. Because there was a Jimmy Hurley and there was a Jimmy, there were, uh, there were some kids, there was another Jimmy Hurley. Probably had a Jimmy Houlihan. Yep, Jimmy, yeah. So, Jimmy you know, Heenahan. You know, my girlfriends would say, how are we going to get home from this party? I'm like, we'll call Jimmy Hurley. Yeah. So he's always been, even my kids, they're like, Jimmy Hurley's home. Yeah. So, <laughs> so, you're, so you're completely sure 100% that. Irish, right? 100% Irish. Everybody. My maiden name is McNamara. So yep. you're, and your kids, so your kids would be 100% yes, Irish. Yes, as far as I know. As my old friend Stampy <laughs> Linehan, as, as my friend Stampy Linehan used to say. Play me an Irish tune. Play the one that goes doodly doodly dee. I hate that one that goes deedly deedly do. <laughs> it's the one and only Christine Hurley. Oh, thank you, Funniest honey. woman I've ever met. And I met Lily Tomlin. You guys know that. Right, I talked right. to you about yeah. that. Uh, remember that with Tyne Daly? Yeah, she doesn't oh. like you. Hold on. I can't tell you what a Tyne Daly did to me one night. Ooh. Ooh. <laughs> anyway, uh, so she, uh, Christine is going to be uh, Friday night at the Norwood Theater at 730, then with Dave Russo at Wamasset. Wamasset? Why can't I say that? I know. it's a tor- That's a, a tor- 9 tor- o'clocker with yes. Dave Russo. Yeah. Then Saturday at CBS Scene. In Foxborough at, in, the, uh, at the stadium. At the big house. At the big house. At the at the all hail Bill Billy check. Thank you for coming in for this. Oh, Mike, Christine, for I love me, you. you guys. And we you guys all do. You the best and cute little in fact, I'm gonna, and Ben. I'm going to make sure Joe Castiglione finishes our show with uh, Castigliocchi and uh, a tribute to Christine Hurley. So listen carefully. Let's go up to the booth and see how Joe's doing. Here we go. Joe! I'm right here. Is your mic on? It's on, yes. Take it away, Joe. Thrown like a star in my vast sleep, I opened my eyes to take a peep to find that I was by the sea, gazing with tranquility. It was then when the hurdy-gurly man came singing songs of love. Then when the hurly girly man came singing songs of love. Are you okay, Joe? I'm not sure. I'm a little cocked. 
Hurley, girly, hurly, girly, hurly, girly, girly, he sang. Hurly, girly, hurly, girly, hurly, girly, girly, he sang. <laughs> I think I just wet my uh, defense. <laughs> <laughs>